Welcome to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I am Tyler. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. We here at Choice Tracks run things with two sides. Side A, we pick a theme and come up with a song to match it. Later on, side B, we'll be going over some homework I'd given the boys last week. But first, let's drop the needle on side A. This week's theme is going to be songs that make you kind of think about nature and our relationship with it. My choice is uh, Miracle from the artist Blackmail. Um, it is a song that I first heard uh, in on a hike in Colorado. I'm um, just kind of surrounded by trees, just myself. Um, and it literally made me stop and just kind of look around and enjoy the moment, take in my surroundings and just exist for a moment. Um, it was really serene to kind of be in nature and hear this song. I think it does have a lot of um, sounds that kind of sound natural, a little bit more natural than you would hear in most other kind of electronic music. Um, this and blackmail is very good for that. They're very, very good um, for making those natural sounds, something you want to listen to while you're going for a hike or paddleboarding down the river or, you know, just laying in a hammock somewhere. Something nice and relaxing to get you through your time. Okay. But that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I, I um, come in from you. I, I kind of maybe expected some more <laughs> EDM electronic. So it, it was interesting. So I, I did enjoy it very much. Um, yeah, I can totally see the nature. Plus the, the, the actual uh, album covers, the squirrel. So you're like, okay, yeah, I can totally see that. Um, he has like three or four albums, all with that same exact picture, just different colorations. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Would you, you, would sure, you guys are you sure you enjoyed it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure. It, it, well, what did so, you enjoy about it? Were you like just like sitting around looking at well, sky, thinking no, of uh, what you're going to eat next or something? It, the only thing I was, I, I kind of, and I couldn't track it down. Um, uh, but there's, there is a, I can't remember the name. There's a Japanese techno artist from the 90s um, that has a lot of like bird calls in it. And it's a straight techno track. And so, like, <laughs> it's a lot of bird calls. Yeah, like, no, it's crazy. Like, anyways, it's Japanese. <laughs> Plus, it has the, the sitar in there, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, I just eat that sitar, shit up all day. It's uh, a little guitar, right? Huh? A sitar? Is that like a little? Yeah, it, that's guitar? the that's the no, that's the lap one where you pluck oh. it. You know? Oh yeah, okay. So I've seen that like in the Japanese geisha movies, mm-hmm. like was it or, Tom Cruise and Samurai or Kung Fu Hustle? You know, with decapitating cats and people. You know. <laughs> Oh shit! They did a cat. Fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Oh my I god! Got to see that again. I, I thought I saw parts of that movie. Yeah, because uh, it, it the thing is fuck, like playing it, it, and you see the shadow of a cat, and then you see it separate in half. You're like, oh crap! That is yeah. so crazy. I love cats. <laughs> Damn Anyways. them. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, th- that's right. I did like this, but yeah, for what was? Yeah, I have a surprise. <laughs> nice cat. Awesome. Uh, that's a big ass cat, dude. Twenty six pounds like of chungus. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! He is the chungus among us. <laughs> Damn, yeah, he's yeah. Definitely like here you go. Chungus. Here's a here's a full body size. Oh, oh Lord. it's an earthquake. Yeah. And he sounds like he's 26 pounds. Yep. yep. Yeah. 
Big boy. Well, that's, that's not enough <laughs> nature is, for you guys. I don't know what it is. Right. That's, I, you know, I like I like the song. There's no words, right? It's all instrumental, so it's like a nice walk in the woods, I guess, or like you know, a stroll. It's, it kind of brings me to that, but it also it has a very anime sound. So like. I almost like picture myself outside in a cartoon version of myself <laughs> and then maybe even like a night sky or, I mean, you can, it brings you to a lot of places. This, this might be, uh, I don't know if I was ever enhanced with drugs, this would be the kind of stuff I would listen to <laughs> try to get All myself right. closer to nature. Yeah. I but, like uh, this one a lot. Cause the, like, there's no words, like you said, and you can use that to kind of like let your mind just wander or reset, right? Like I use it to reset a lot. I'll go for a walk, listen to the song and just let my mind do what it wants. And yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a different style of music. So like I do like bands like Enigma and some other bands from the nineties that were like kind of like EDM before EDM started. And, um, is EDM like, is it pretty much basically like drawn to animation or anime or like the visual arts? Um, not necessarily anime, but like visual arts and like orchestral over an instrumental over uh, lyrical. Yeah, so it's going to be more more focus on the instruments and the sounds as opposed to like singing to paint the picture. Right? Um, yeah. They're going to use the sounds and their and the picture to go along with it um, to kind of get the their point across. Um, there are there are some artists like it's uh, some artists that do lighter stuff do do more things with lyrics to to help out and <clears throat> no excuse me um they do add more lyrics to help with their you know the the picture that they're trying to paint and it works really well but as a general um most edm is going to be less lyrical yeah i could say like dance clubs or like a like that kind of scene like i remember the 90s there was a lot of that but it was like kind of like goth it was more of a goth sound or a goth look and then that morphed into some i don't know like that was that was the time when like the matrix was a big movie Mm -hmm. that's the style you know uh, sort of, sort of is coming back a little bit. Like here in Austin, we have some nightclubs that are like that. I mean, there's probably every nightclub you can think of or place that you can hear music. It has a style, every style here. I would think maybe not. Maybe we're missing some. <laughs> uh, yeah. So miracle. I mean, what, what, when did they come out or when did they start? Like when? Did so, they start? so uh, that song came out in 2011. Um, Blackmail as a whole, I believe. Let me just. Or, yeah, Blackmail was the band, right? Yeah. So Blackmail, uh, Miracle was their first album. Um, and so oh, Miracle nice. is the, okay. the self-titled song from that album. Um, it's also the longest song there. And they, um, you know, they, they take their inspiration from being out in a cabin with nothing to do but listen to nature. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is, that is definitely cool. That's like a whole project. Yeah, it's more of a mindset and a lifestyle than anything. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I definitely felt it. I, when you said black male, I automatically went to Spirit of Life. That's there you I go. Thought you were gonna choose, and then <laughs> when you came with Miracle, I was like, okay, that is one on one. You can't you can't compete with each other. They're actually in their own lane, so I was not gonna be mad at all. 
Um, yeah, if, if Flume wasn't around, blackmail would be it. Like, all the way, nobody would be able to compare it to it. And literally, they would hold their own lane down and nobody could touch it. So, I definitely love this pick. I, I definitely feel where you're coming from with the nature aspect. Um, and I know that, you know, a lot of good music has been made out in nature and just absorbing all of the life forces out there and allows you to create and allows you to expand on thoughts that you normally wouldn't expand on, go down different musical methods that you normally wouldn't try. Um, the, the regular rhythm and roll is thrown out the window when you're talking about nature because that's where we get our actual essence from. So the fact that you were able to bring it to us and the masses with this actual song, I'm, I'm really indebted to you. Thank you for bringing that up. It was on my list in order to bring it up. So now the fact that it's here, I don't have to bring it up anymore. We're good. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for the kind words. All right. All right. So who's next on the list of the Ferris wheel that you want to pick, bro? So next we're going to go to Mr. Taj. Okay. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I went old school with mine. Um, not, I don't know. I don't think mine's the oldest, but it's, it's close there. Uh, so when it comes to nature, like, like I said, I, I almost thought about doing, uh, a techno track by a Japanese guy. Again, I can't remember the name, but anyways, where my second mind went to is, um, a movie from the 60s, 70s, uh, that is straight up all about nature and sci-fi, right? And the crazy thing, like, the movie has, like, no musical score until the very end. <laughs> and so, um, it, and this song on its own just stands out because it's the closing song. It happens right at the end. Um, so the song that I went with is uh, Rejoice in the Sun. It's by Joan Baez. Um, and Peter uh, Schnickler. I probably got that part wrong. Uh, but Schickle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think and, it's Schickle. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the movie is Silent Running. I'm not sure if you've ever seen Silent Running. Um, it's one of the coolest movies. It has three robots named Huey, Huey Dewey, and Louie. And um, the whole concept is, you know, uh, that, that they packed up nature, they put in domes on a spaceship, they send it out. And, you know, this guy just loves nature and wants to take care of it so much so that when, you know, they get orders to just like shoot it all into space and let it die, like he, you know, actually fights for nature and kills his other crew members. And uh, then he, yeah, he, he has the robots learn how to take care of it. And then at the end, he has to, he has to blow up the ship while one of the pods goes flying into space with the robot taking care of it. And so like, but like, and that's when this song comes on and you're like, oh my God, like he went through all this just to save trees. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it kind of hits you over the head, but like, it's, it's like, how far will you go to fight for nature? And and that's basically kind of what this movie is. And, but yeah, the, this, again, it's the movie itself has no score, no soundtrack, <laughs> completely ambient noise. So when this song comes on, like it stands out and it's, it's one of those that I can't separate from the thought of nature uh, because it, it just finishes the whole movie. So, but yeah. So that's a really cool tie for a song to nature. I really like that. I'm going to have to watch that movie now. Yeah. So, yeah. True. Yeah. I wasn't sure who else had seen silent running. It's, it's one of those kind of obscure. 
<laughs> I've never seen it. I, I, yeah, same. Yes. I mean, I, I definitely want to okay. check that out. It looks like Lost in Space a little bit, like the way, you know, the cover art yeah. for that. And that's, I really enjoy that, you know, with the, the family. Um, I think they had a new version of that show come out too. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah, no, it's like this is like a this is like a definitely like an operatic song, and it's it's it seems like one of those little gems that uh, Taj pulls out of his back pocket. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, wow, where the, where the fuck did that come from? But um, no, it's a pretty good. It's a it's a nice sound. Like she's got a really nice voice, so I definitely can appreciate that. I like musicals. I like scores um and for this to be a, sc- a score for like a sci-fi movie that looks pretty like it could be a pretty intriguing movie I, I definitely have to respect it for that now i'm not going to play this on the way to work or you know, <laughs> i'm not going to rock out to this but when jump by is you never rock out to jump by it like you sit <laughs> and contemplate your emotions and your place in the universe and you listen to jump by <laughs> Yeah, whatever, man. Uh, You're supposed to rock out with your cock out. I'm not trying to be all right. I was just—I don't know about you guys. That was a little crazy, but I was just going to draw a bath, maybe light some candles, read a book about my my life, read a book. Yeah, yeah. I'll read books. Uh, um, I mean, you just described a relaxing ending. You dropped in a bath bomb and you put on some some uh, the in the mask on. And, and, you know. I'm gonna get a geisha robe. Cumber robe. Yeah, robe. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You, you rope, that's man. a whole damn mental health day you just had right there. I'm not mad. I'm going to do like a Ron Burgundy style. Uh. <laughs> so what, what do you think, oh, Dietrich? Okay. So um, it definitely caught me off guard. And then I thought about who it came from. So it didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was one of those things. I was not expecting it. it, it in essence, it's an earlier version of something that I kind of came across. It was a 2016 movie called The Red Turtle. And um, it's definitely one of those still fill the scene, not necessarily, it doesn't have any, or barely any um, voicing to it. It's literally all just imagery and sound. And essentially, that's where this was coming from. It literally hit me, um, one, with the imagery. I, we did go back and try to get excerpts of the movie, um, but more so, it was about the sound itself. And yeah, it definitely hit the, the mark when it came to nature. It hit the mark when um, you're talking about, you know, how it makes you feel. And that's that's definitely something that nobody can ever Ever, you know, discount. You know, we can we can talk and laugh and joke all day long, but at the end of the day, how you feel affects your mental state. Um, and if your mental state is clear and zoned and zoned in, and you're locked in, you're good to go. And if this is one of those songs to put you in that mode, then I'll so I'll be it. Um, it's not going to be one of my favorite takes. With that being said, but I'm not going to shit on it either because when we're talking about a deeper purpose, right? So. Yeah, it definitely hit the mark, and I see where you're coming from, and I love the obscure takes that you bring to to the channel, bro. I I really do. So, you know, I'm all for it. Okay. And have you seen the movie? No, I saw I saw little bits of it on YouTube, but I didn't get to watch it all the way. Okay. But it is on my list to go back and double check to see if I can pop all the way through. So, yes. Okay, gotcha. And if I get all the way through and I don't like it, then I'm going to shit on it to you personally, (laughs) but not on the podcast. I, I got Throw to, a little I, harmonica in there and see if that works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would work. Not with this right? fucking right? album. Yeah. 
John Poffer, free choice in the sun. Part oh, two. man. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. All right. Who's next on the chopping block? We'll go with you, Dietrich. Oh, man, I should have checked out my mouth. Yep. No, yep. Yes, you should have. Sorry, it's the loudest guy in the room. How dare. I was going right, to choose so... Damon, and then you said something, and I was like, nope, it's you now. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the story of my life. No, I'm playing. Um, so I went probably the oldest in the situation. And the reason why I went here was twofold. One, because it was not my original choice. Um, my original choice was, um, a song that I'm not even going to go into it because it actually was okay, but it didn't really fit the bill. And then by random chance of listening to my wife's playlist, a Janet Jackson song came out. And, um, uh, Janet Jackson song came out. I didn't literally slipped out of my head right now. So I'm not going to say it because I don't want everybody to go back and listen to that song. I want them to focus on this original song or where it came from, the sample. So, um, that particular song came on and then there was a sample in there from this particular artist, Johnny Mitchell. And so when I heard it, that automatically made me think, well, where did that sample came from? And then I went back and double checked and yes, it did come from a particular song that was talking about nature. They did bring in how we're affecting it. And ultimately that became my choice. And so I picked Johnny Mitchell's 1978, um, Big Yellow Taxi. With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a Um, really, it was on album of Ladies of the Canyon, um, released in uh, 1970. This was the only single that was released off of that. Funny enough, because there was another song that followed up, but they never actually made it for radio play, which was Woodstock. Um, that was the other song that was on the album. But she's been known for being one of the best songwriters in the world, hands down. Um, these are some of the songs that have been sampled over 1,500 times plus. Um, she's right up there uh, with with a lot of artists, well, not a lot, a very select few of artists um, whose song lyrics and and flow of the music actually drive people in, in different droves. So uh, this particular song was nothing short of that. Um, she literally was in Hawaii and was looking at the top of a mountain base uh, while she was there in Alang, I think along the curves of Honolulu. Uh, when she looked down, she saw a whole parking lot being placed there, and and it literally took her back because you have such beautiful scenery and then you have mankind coming in and destroying the scenery just to make room for everybody and that that really made her like focus on actually wanting to sing about that and if you listen to the songs um she her lyrics are up front it's she's not hiding anything it's you know they take the trees they put them in a museum you got to pay a dollar fifty just to go see them where they were in their original habitat now you have to pay to go see what nature looks like and that's exactly what we're doing in our mindset now We've got so many different things that we're building up. And they say you can replace clothes, you can replace cars, you can replace buildings. The one thing you cannot do is replace land. And we're chopping down land left and right. We're putting up mankind or civilization in those parts. They used to be so beautiful. Um, Austin used to be so beautiful. I can't speak for the Dakotas, but I can speak for Austin on itself. It used to be so beautiful uh, because we had so much land that was out here alongside with the housing. Now the housing is literally taking over and the little parts of land that you do see are green belts. They can't build on them. 
but they want to build everything up around them, which basically takes away from the nature of what brought everybody to Austin in the first place. Um, so I can completely feel where this is coming from. I feel where she's coming from. Nobody's ever made a stop to it. But if this was something that we can make the world just stop and listen to for one sec, we might be able to change somebody's mind about messing up the planet that we're living on. Because at some point, we're not going to have a planet to live on. So, um, especially the way that everything is going now. Um, so it's definitely one of those songs that makes you stop and think about nature, about what nature is, about what nature could be, and about what nature would be. Um, all kinds of beautiful and all kinds of destructive at the same time if we don't take care of it. So let me know what y'all think about Joni Mitchell, Big Yellow Taxi. So it, I liked it a lot. So I'm going to say it, this song has been covered a lot. Um, yeah. it, and, and I'll admit the first time I heard uh, this song was the, the Counting Crows cover. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's what's interesting, and I can't remember who told me uh, about what makes her version better is the Counting Crows that, you know, they talk about uh, the parking lot, then they talk about um, something. But then when they get to the, you know, that their their lover left, like they change the tempo with her, her, her voice, her tone is the same. So like everything is, is equal, you know, nature being torn down for a parking lot is just as dramatic and as important as if you're, you know, your current spouse or lover leaves you, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what, how it was described to me. And you're like, that makes sense. Like it's all, you know, we all get caught up in our, you know, you know, relationships and like, whoa, me, but it's like, it's all equal. It, it should be all treated with the equal severity and care. So, but yeah. The words, the words. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like, uh, I like her music a lot and, Yellow Taxi was, yeah, it's like a political piece and it's been played a lot. So I've heard on the radio a lot. Um, I think I was more drawn to, to like Joni Mitchell's other music that wasn't this because it was such a radio hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do, I mean, I definitely appreciate the song and I appreciate the message for sure. I mean, I think that having that in music is one way to get the message across. Like, we are the world, that old campaign in the 80s. I mean, that was, you know, Obviously, it's necessary. <laughs> Everybody thought so because they all got a, on the bandwagon. But um, yeah, that's uh, for the for that time when everybody was like hippies, peace, love, happiness, and we thought we could actually make a difference. <laughs> you know, in some ways that we couldn't, and now we have to like change our our ways of approaching it. And um, there is ways that there are ways to make a difference, but the masses you can't tell everybody what to do. And there's people that agree with you and people that don't. <laughs> Some people don't care. Um, I would like, I would hope that hope that we're not the humans aren't the only thing that can make a difference. You know, like, is it all up to us? But uh, yeah, because we yeah. share this world with other animals and uh, nature isn't just about us. <laughs> but we've definitely made it that way. Uh, yeah, I like to see a tree instead of a building when I look outside. But yeah, I, I, I can appreciate that for sure, especially living in a big city like Austin. Right now, everything's going up, man. That's all you see now. Like, I used to be able to see trees and like a lot further. <laughs> and now, most of where I live, I can't see past a few blocks without seeing, yeah. you know, we just had a, I love soccer and I love music and bars and all that. But yeah, we just had a bunch of that stuff go up around my house. So <laughs> pretty intense. Uh, but yeah, that's, I, I think aren't a lot of artists like Joni Mitchell, they're definitely like, they put on campaigns for, um, 
like uh, action against uh, overdevelopments and stuff like that. Like I know Austin had that because we have an aquifer that's that's been protected for a long time. And I think it was the 80s or the 70s. So, like there was I, I can't remember not John Denver. It was someone like that was doing a big campaign for the aquifer um, because it's it's so necessary to like to try to keep that. <laughs> keep that alive but like her her voice though is great and yeah coming from joni mitchell like she she has a way of getting people to listen to her i guess probably because she has such a pleasant voice and a, a good approach so but yeah good pick man mm-hmm. i like it a lot thank you thank you they say bears don't build hotels and i believe them so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope not all right, Tyler, what you got for you? All right, Dietrich, you know, I love this pick. Um, I, uh, my parents are both hippie flower sh- children. Um, I love both of my moms to death. Um, mm-hmm. and they, this is the kind of stuff they had playing in the house all of the time. You know, things, things to make you think, things to, you know, um, make you think about your impact and and how you can affect things or you know how things could be affected and you know it just brings me to uh a place where i reflect about like even my choices and how um you know humanity is has impacted you know nature and how if something doesn't change you know something could really cataclysmically go wrong and like it's it's this is a great choice for that and i honestly i cried a little bit when i listened to it because it was just it was a mix of emotions like sadness for the world and then a little bit of happiness because i got to relive a moment where it was just me and my two moms out on the pontoon listening to this song and having a great time so i want to thank you for that um and you know it's it's I think I think it is a good thing for artists to use this as a platform to get their message across, right? Because if you don't speak up for what you believe in, who else will? And honestly, I think I think that more people should do that. And I love musicians that are able to do that in a way that's not too abrasive or in your face or it kind of just like Joni Mitchell just kind of like talks you into wanting to to do what she's telling you to. Great way to put it. Great way to put it, man. That, that hit me right there when you were talking about you with your moms and 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 listening to the music out on the pontoon. And it's like that's what nature is about. It's about enjoying the world that we've been given and enjoying it with the loved ones. And if we can't do that, we're not really living. We're just kind of surviving in in the midst of turmoil. And yeah, this was a great topic, a great theme. And I'm glad that we were able to touch on that a little bit and bring it to the masses. You know, old, young, short, tall, doesn't matter. What matters is we're all walking on this earth. And if this earth is not here, we're not here. So let's let's do what we can to protect it. We well, we could, our own we, could, uh, we could protect our whole family as a human race and, and beyond and take care of the planet. I think it doesn't a uh, space force exist now. <laughs> <laughs> And on that I'm just note, saying, I could have uh, a picnic on the moon, dude. That's like, uh, yeah. You try really to make it to the moon first, and then get up there and yeah. let me know what you see. I'll step out and disintegrate or explode in my suit. I, I'd rather put a damn golf course on the moon than put it down here. It's just good. <laughs> exactly. That'd be awesome, dude. Frisbee, that would be uh, hella awesome. Disc golf up there or some shit. <laughs> I like your story, Tyler. I like uh, that you had that connection with your moms. That's awesome, dude. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. 
All right. So, my process of elimination. Oh, yeah. Is that me? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I like your theme. I like the the theme with the, you know, the connections of nature, like what that means. Because it can mean anything, really. Uh, I've been waiting to, to talk about this artist. Um, it's Jack Johnson. And the song's Upside Down. I want to turn the whole thing upside down. I'll find the things they say just can't be found. Um, and Upside Down is actually, it's 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 a single, but it's, a, it's often an album. It's a score. It's another score. Uh, this is the um, 2006 sing-along, uh, sing-alongs and lullabies for the film Curious George. So that's a pretty cool... I think like Curious George, the stories that Curious George uh, from the cartoon that are created are like lessons for kids and lessons for people. I think a lot of like, like I like um, Charlie Brown and cartoons like that that are, they're probably like good for kids and adults. And I remember having Curious George books like growing up all the time. And um, so Upside Down is kind of like a, it's like a paint a picture of like have a different view of everything around you. An upside down view. Uh, maybe if you're, you know, not recycling or uh, taking care of the planet, you know, that's that kind of thing. I think it's more of like a lessons learned. Um, you know, there's a message in there for sure. And uh, Jack Johnson's from Hawaii, so I think he's got a big nature like upbringing, like being from the islands. Yeah, he's around the water and, you know, just a lot of unique, cool things. Uh, yeah, that I wish I could see someday. I'd love to travel to Hawaii. Uh, I know they just got hit with a lot of uh, disaster recently, so hopefully everything's getting better over there. I know that people like to go there all the time on vacation, but that's where people live all the time, too. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, it's, I think that's where he probably, maybe why he was picked for that. For that that movie to do the uh, the music because he did a whole album for this this movie so um, yeah Jack Johnson's uh, definitely one of my favorites um, and I hope to cover a different album that, of his at some point but um, yeah I think that this was this was the the best thing I could think of when I immediately thought of Jack Johnson when I thought of like a nature type um, song so what y'all think you guys like Curious George. So, um, it, I knew the song. Um, I think we saw the movie once or twice because, you know, I have kids. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's a good song. It, it's catchy. Uh, you know, I've he- I probably have heard it more than I've seen the movie, but yeah, it, it's a really good song. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I can see that the nature vibe you're, you're getting from it. So, yeah, but I kind of took it more like, you know, the world's kind of upside down because you're tearing down trees and destroying nature. It's like it, that's the wrong way to be. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that too. Yeah. yeah. And that's definitely about nature. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, it's like, uh, like I said, like it's a lessons learned type deal. It's a way for, it's a way to paint a picture for kids so they don't like get too disgruntled. <laughs> right. <laughs> Having to hear about like all this bad stuff around them. Uh, I know when I was a little, it was like always better to break it to me slowly. Because otherwise, I you know get too upset. But uh, yeah, no nah, man. Um, so this is why I like music theory, right? Because the composition of the track is nothing but upbeat. 
and yet and still you have a serious message inside of it, but it's so upbeat that you really don't pay attention to the serious message. Um, and it's because of music theory and how the, the percussion is supposed to go and how the drum beat is supposed to drop and, and how all these things come together that you can completely lose track of where the song is supposed to be going, right? Um, this is up tempo wise is on the, the lines of Akuna Matata, which is no worries, <laughs> right? But of course, you're, you're in the middle of a planet where you should have nothing but worries because nobody's taking care of you. So, um, you can try to bring awareness to it, but I think you need to do it in a more serious undertone than what you have playing here because otherwise I'm just bobbing along to the beat <laughs> and happy because it's Curie and George and not paying attention to the fact that the song actually has some kind of sense to it. So it's one of those mischievous ones that kind of get, get played for a loop. And I, I wish there was a darker undertone to it sound wise or sonically that would allow people to pay more attention to the words. That being said though, um, I definitely see where it's coming from. Um, I just can't bang with it all the way through because I think the message just got lost in the music in one of those situations. So you're saying it's that meme where it's like everything's fine, but the fire's going on behind them. Is, Literally, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, think about it. You're like five. Do you want to be seeing like hellfires coming out of fucking no, volcanoes? I Say you don't. live in Hawaii, right? I hey, kids, this is what's going to happen, so you better get the fuck out. It's like the guy falling from, from, the, from the top of the, of the building saying, so far, so good, you know? Spread <laughs> <Just laughs> metal, give him a dramatic piano bang. Yeah, just, just some little minor chord in there to kind yeah, of the complexity. That's all I need. Throw that in Side there, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, when everything yeah. stays on the majors, then you're just bouncing and bobbing up and down. Yeah. It's like you can get into a damn car wreck and still feel good while you know they're trying to pull you out with the jaws of life. Like <laughs> that's where this shit is going. So it's like, like this is what off. I had to learn when I was a kid, dude. They didn't yeah. fucking sugarcoat this this stuff. Hey, I learned at seven. Santa wasn't real, and I was like, please smile for my head. And from that point on, I'm like, just give it to me straight. Give me my damn present. I know I'm picking them out. I know you're gonna hide them under the tree. You ain't even got to do that. Just put them out there in front. Let me do what I do. And Damn. from there on, that's what it is. So that's me. Sorry. You needed some uh, fucking Jack Johnson when you were a kid, bro. Nah, I <laughs> needed some Jack Daniels when I was a kid. Old JD the Baba. <laughs> my childhood was robbed. So yeah, that part. Well. uh that's one way to get connected to nature. Uh, basically. Pee in, the, pee in the woods, dude. Damn. Good thought. <sighs> so I liked Upside Down. I, you know, I kind of like when you've got that kind of conflicting sound, right? You've got the, the more serious message with the lyrics, but then you kind of got more of an upbeat sound to it. I kind of like when some artists use that because... You know, maybe you're you listen to it for the first time. You're kind of like, you know, like Dietrich said, bopping around to it. And then you're like, wait a minute. And you go back and listen to it again. And you actually pay attention. You're like, wait, this is a completely different meaning than when I just kind of heard it half assed not not paying attention to what was actually going on. And, you know, like the first time I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this song would be a, a good song to go on a road trip. And then when I re-listened to it again, I was like, there's a uh, like a specific lyric in the song that kind of latched on to me. It was uh, don't want this feeling to go away. And that's a feeling I kind of experienced for the first time. Um, 
relating to nature with my fiance when we started gardening together. And like, that's kind of now I listen, I listen to most of these songs, uh, multiple times because I just want to refocus on different parts of the song and try and find new things. And now that's the only thing I can focus on when I hear this song is because it's just what latched onto that memory. Right. And I, I love, I loved the, um, the composition of the music and I really liked the lighthearted feel to it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I did a lot too. I, I relate music to like moments and situations and I have a lot of music when I first met my wife, you know, that was like almost 30 years ago. <laughs> so, uh, damn. <laughs> But yeah, that's you know, like when you first you first start dating a girl and uh, or a guy, whatever, and you know, it's like the the feeling that you get when you know you hear a song and then it becomes your song, or just like relating it to a moment or something, or or even like a friend and a family member. Um, or for me, a lot of times it's like just like the live music itself, like going to the actual show and. Um, the memory of that and like the experience of like, Oh, what did we do that night and all that? But yeah, I think, yeah, Jack Johnson definitely has like a lot of his music is that for me. You know, I can really like on some of his other albums, I think this was more of a fun album that was for a movie that was for primarily for kids. Um, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. It's like probably one of the cooler ones. I mean, out of like some of the kids music isn't something I'd want to listen to. <laughs> Uh, so they did a good job with that, with making this something that could be for everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. So uh, anything else uh, about nature before we move on? So, all right. So we're going to go ahead and uh, drop that needle on side B. So, uh, Tyler, you had some uh, homework for us, didn't you? Yes. So my homework from last week is going to be listening to the album Unity from EDM group Ganja White Knight. And this album was released April 28th of 2023. Uh, Little little information here about the group. Um, Ganja White Knight is a duo from Belgium composed of Benjamin Bambi and Erwin Dodson, who have been making music since about 2008. They started out mostly as a hip-hop and drum and bass producers, but were drawn to the musical movement and growth of dubstep. Um, However, they didn't conform to the genre cliches of the, you know, womp-womp metallic noises, and instead focused on uh, finding and building their own sound. After perfecting it over many years, um, they released the uh, Mr. Wobble in 2016 and cemented their their sound, which has since been named The Wobble. so uh, that also gave birth to their mascot, Mr. Wobble, and which is now uh, part of the Wobble universe. Um, this album is special to me because this is Ganja White Knight's album to show love to other artists and people who make music. Um, it's called Unity. The album cover is uh, Mr. Wobble's fist being held up and a lot of the other artists, their, their um, mascot, their hands are in there too, you know, showing unity and support. Um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And I first heard this at an event that uh, Gunja White Knight had curated in Minneapolis called Wobbleween. It was specifically to premiere this um, album. It was a two-day concert um, where me, my fiance, and my cousin had gone to, and um, that was the best weekend I've ever had in my life. It was so much fun. 
Uh, we made some new friends like from different states that are planning to go again um, this year. Unfortunately, we won't be able to, to see them. But, um, you know, it's it's uh, part of the Ganja White Knight like music is there. They've always kind of preached that unity and, um, you know, being kind to those around you. And the people who go to their shows really do kind of embody that. And you can feel it when you interact with just random people. Um, it's like, I'll share a little bit of what we, what I mean from last year, um, was just kind of standing there listening to the music, talking to my cousin and looked over to my left. And there was this guy who's just like, kind of glanced over at me and we like kind of nodded. And then he came back like 10 minutes later and handed me a bottle of water. And he was like, Hey, you look like you might've needed this. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, I had returned the favor, bought him a bottle of water and we became instant friends and hung out for the rest of the night and, uh, still are in communication to this day. He's a pretty good friend of mine. And I'm so grateful to have met him through our shared love of this musician group. That's cool. So, okay. And, uh, do, do you have a, do you have your pick of yeah. your favorite? So it's so hard to choose on this one. Um, I wanted to choose Womp Portal because that is my number one musician, Subtronics, and my number two sub, uh, musician, Ganja White Knight, working together. But I felt like that is unfair to the rest of the album, right? Because I'm just kind of choosing it because it's my two favorites. So I'm choosing Rolo. because it has heavy use of their signature wobble sound and kind of going back to their roots. Like they've gotten um, on this album, they've got more like drum and bass and different genres in with their signature sound. And Rolo was just kind of a throwback to um, that Mr. Wobble song that they just, that blew up and was solidified their sound. And every time I hear it, I just think of all of the different shows that I've seen these guys at and, um, how I, every time I see them, I just leave feeling so happy and always make a new friend. It's it's one of those things where you go to these their shows, you'll make a new friend somewhere because everyone's just super friendly. Nice, nice. That was a hell of a pick. Um, I actually like this album for a couple of reasons. First off, uh, it is them paying homage to the artists that they work with and definitely feel and understand, you know, coming through the form of music. Secondly, I like the fact that it is their latest album. It is a new, you know, a new sound, new album. Everything is out, but they still maintain their essence of who they are. And that is, especially when you're talking about when you've got several albums under your belt, a lot of artists get lost in the sauce. Um, they're still trying to find their way back to a particular sound. Um, Gonzo White Knight never left. <laughs> you know, they, they, they molded into different uh, parts of maturity when it comes to the sound and, and the techniques that they use within their setup, but they still kept their core values the same. And that you cannot say for a whole lot of artists, and especially in the EDM world, because EDM flows kind of like pop music, where, you know, the new sound or the new wave of a particular instrumentation, everybody wants to use it. So at that point, then it gets washed out, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's, it's commercial now. I don't really want to touch it. Um, especially if you're a DJ throwing in the mix, it makes it hella hard to bring any kind of diversity to the mix because everybody's using particular sounds. But in this situation, they completely kept it within their own lane and you love it. I love every minute of it. Um, the track that I would choose, um, hopefully I'm not stepping on anybody's toes here, but if I am, hey, my bad. I got a big clip. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I choose Bill Belzer with Mr. Bill. 
that has so many damn changeups in it, and I love every transition that happened in there. And I was just like, yeah, that's my feel. That's my good feel. That's the one that I'm going to be banging out here in the car when I go and turn the face up all hot. And I like to hear what everybody else has to say about it. So that's that's my lick right there, and I'll pass it off to everybody else. Hopefully, I didn't step on toes, like I said. I know. I think you did. Thank no, I don't think you didn't step on my toe. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked uh, Batman, actually. That was a really good song. I, I like nice. the weird change-ups in it, but that, that like, what is it, dubstep, like, bass, kind of, like, mixed in with, um, I, it's a electro- the electronica, like, weird keyboard sounds. So, yeah, yeah, I guess so you can't really, I, like... Like, uh, I know, I know what kind of what you're talking about. It's kind of like a, like a trancey sound, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a very, like, LS Dream sound, the other artists on that song. Um, yeah. and then yeah, the, the like, yeah. the, like, uh, kind of dubstepy bass is definitely like this that that signature like like that deep wobbling bass is is definitely right. um Ganja White Knight's like signature sound that they put into everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I I I was listening to this album a couple times through, right? And then uh, like the video for Bad Man is pretty good. It's a long song. Uh, it, it goes on for a while, but like I enjoyed the like the whole whatever I'm watching. <laughs> It's like it's very, you know, it's it's it brings you to nature. This is this is definitely like a good tie into your theme. But like, I think that like they do a good job of creating characters, creating storylines with the music and keeping you captivated with that. So I can see how fans of the music would follow the music, not just for the music, but for the stories and the visual arts and like uh, the gorillas. We've talked about them before. I've seen them live a few times. They do the same thing with their characters and the stories and the characters come out on stage and you know there's a whole there there's just like it's almost like <laughs> I, I like music but i don't make one type of music like my thing but i think if you're into this music you're into like stuff that it relates to so it's almost like it's like a lifestyle kind of um kind of what i got from it when i went to i was just at acl in austin texas here this past weekend uh, I, I'm getting old because I only did one day and I can barely walk. But um, <laughs> the night a nice ending was Odessa, and that's mm. uh, a great band. Uh, that's O D E S Z A, I believe. Um, and they're they're the same type of music, and you know they're EDM, and it was like. Oh, and I, I told my wife, she's like, oh, I've never heard of these guys. I'm like, okay, let's listen to some tracks. Listening to some tracks didn't do it justice. <laughs> you see a band like, um, uh, Odessa, uh, you know, and like all, you know, all the other EDM bands out there. I mean, they're going to be like Ganja White Knight, I'm sure live is probably like a completely different experience. Like you met that, like you had said, like this is, this is a band that creates a relationship for people, people like they're talking about the stories of the music and, you know, you, you met a friend for life at one of the shows. That's great, man. And I, I kind of got that impression as I'm like walking to Odessa. Um, and I know we're not talking about them for this episode, but it was like a good comparison for, it was almost like perfect for, for me to see that type of uh, show. Cause I hadn't actually been to a true, EDM concert before and they closed out ACL or well with Mumford and Sons on the other side but yeah so they did like um, 
the closing on one of the big stages, and it was it was perfect at night, of course, because the laser show was immense. Mm. You know, uh, they had the pyrotechnics. I mean, there was like fire and lasers, and I don't know how much it cost to run one of those fucking shows, but I mean, I saw a lot. Yeah, got you white. It's a fucking lot. Ganjo White Knight, they, um, you know, they've had obviously a lot of shows. They're not like a brand new band, but uh, I, at one of the uh, concerts I was watching on online, the whole stage was a fucking screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it, it must have been a football field size. It, uh, you know enough to fill that with screens and it was like but it was fucking amazing and you know so it's not just yeah it's not just like sounds it's like a, it's a story it's an experience yeah it's like an audio visual experience every time you go to one of their events yeah 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 so that that's definitely something i'd like to check out sometime i love live music that's my thing i know a lot of people do but yeah we've, we my wife and i try to see as much music as we can we're in the city for it for sure, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, I definitely like that style. Uh, Bad Man was just yeah, it's like that that sound really drew me in. Um, I can't say the whole album was like some of the songs on the album I think sounded the same, and that's where you have to see the visuals to, to mm-hmm. differentiate some of it because you can get lost in the album and like you can really forget what track you're on. Uh, you have to really follow that. So that's that's the one thing that, like, I, I guess, like, that's probably why I'm not listening to EDM all the time. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, I could definitely see that being a draw for anybody. Go to go yeah. to a live show. Get out there. See it. I mean, you're going to love the shit out of it. Yeah, I didn't like EDM at all until one of my friends convinced me to go to a New Year's concert one day and showed up and had the time of my life. And I've been hooked ever since. Um, I do have one question for you, actually, Damon, since you did bring up Batman. Did you happen to watch the video for Womp Portal at all that came because there's one? Well, OK, hey, I'm going to parts of it. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have to go back and look at it because no, I've been watching so many damn videos. <laughs> it's OK. I just wanted to kind of bring this up uh, to like Batman and not all of their music videos are part of the Wobble universe, but both Batman and yeah. Womp Portal are. Um yeah. Want Portal is the very the most recent part of the universe so far. Um, it's the second time that Mr. Wobble and Dark Wobble are, have come together, have come face to face, and they're probably He's like the big dude, now. right? The kind yeah. of big fat yeah. dude. Yep, yep. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he's well, with the big old belly. Well, he's he's yeah, in a he's, suit or something, but yeah, yeah, this, he's in an orange Adidas tracksuit, and he yeah. does like the whole lotus stance in the air. Yeah. Yeah, so that stance that he's learning in Batman, he actually tries in Womp Portal before the other guy, uh, he's a wizard in that video, the other guy shows up and they try something together. So like it, they tie that those things together when they're all part of the universe. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it, I will say this, like when I first listened to this, like the, the first thing that grabbed me was like everything on this is trying to be epic. And it is epic. Like, I don't know how you can't get away from from not using that word. Uh, Batman stood out to me because, like, it has kind of that sailor tune (laughs) at the beginning. Like, it it kind of carries through. And, like, that one, yeah, that music video was amazing. The the thing I, before I do my pick, the the one thing I want to throw out is, like, because I watch, I I have to blame you, by the way, my YouTube now just 
always brings up Ganja White Knight, and it's like, no, sorry, that's <laughs> okay. But um, I'm really upset. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, what I like is like, especially with like Batman, and then they have one called I think Dirty Girl. Like they yeah, they yeah. subvert what the title is. Like Batman, you think because their sound is always so epic that it's going to be like an epic fight, and Batman's like just him like training with another guy. Like they just stumble across. He's like, oh, I can do this. Oh yeah, well I can do this. He's like, oh really? Well I can. Like they're just going back and forth, right? And it's kind of like a training montage. And, and the same thing with like Dirty Girl. Dirty Girl's like it's not anything dirty. It's just she's like a metalsmith worker, like building him back together and like and then she's like just dancing with joy and you're like this is a crazy cool video but it, i can totally see how it, i re- i respect their animation because it's kind of old school japanese anime where you know you're on a budget so you have to recycle some of the motions but you almost don't notice it because sometimes they just add an extra layer or add a little element on the edge or on top or and, and so but it like it works perfectly like it, it, I appreciate that the craftsmanship and the, you know, that they put into their, into their videos. Um, I came in with two picks, right? <laughs> and so it, I, I'm picking it because it was why Want Portal. It, it has to be like if it wasn't Batman, it was going to be Womp Portal for me. And and Womp Portal is one of the few songs that has an actual lyric in it. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that that's that's my song for me. So, uh, and I watch both both music videos. So yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, I so actually, I, I I just as you were talking, I'm catching up on Womp Portal. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So like, big dude's getting his ass kicked by fucking one-eyed frogs or something. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, little cyclopses. Yeah, cyclopses, and then the trees got eyes. Big old yep. one eye. Yeah, Jesus-looking dude just whooping his ass. Like. Yeah, the, that's that Jesus-looking dude is uh, Subtronics, the other artist from uh, that song. Uh, all yeah. of his fans nice. refer to him as Bass Jesus because he's got long curly <laughs> yeah. hair and oh, he's, yeah, he's taking over like dubstep. I called right it. Now. Nice, nice. <laughs> I fucking called that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so very interesting. Uh, yeah, it's like this whole world. You have to be really involved in this to like really like it's super fucking nerdy, but cool. <laughs> I mean, I love art. I, I totally love art. This is this is all computer graphics. This is the stuff. I mean, this is very competitive. And yeah, some of it's like repeated, but I mean, there's a lot going on. It's not. <laughs> And I think that it, there's some talented people that are putting this together. It yeah, definitely. All is of the exciting. videos are one guy does it all by himself. Uh, he's wow. a dude that they met in Belgium, and he's done every single video amazing. for them since the start. Amazing. He's totally amazing. That's yeah. That's that's talent right there. That's devotion for sure. Um, yeah. There's another band that we talked about. Fish. They do stories too, but mm-hmm. they don't have the artwork to go with it. <laughs> They probably do have some imagery. I just haven't seen it. Um, it's mostly print, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, that's another storytelling type of music that's more lyrical for sure. Um, but they do have like, they have the stories and it's similar, I think, for Ganja White Knight. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed, man. I'm definitely blown away by like 
like going to a live show that's like that. I found that they're almost like they must be. They're all in the same realm. Some of these DJs, Odessa, like had almost like the same type of pyrotechnics that Ganja White Knights show did too. And you know, like they all have lots of money somehow. <laughs> I don't know where they're getting their funding from, but they're Four. fans. Yeah, they're fans of yeah. Uh, yeah, they definitely they have to sell a lot of albums, but uh, they've got the following, so that's that's mm-hmm. badass, man. Got to live for something, right? Yeah, I uh, I found these guys just randomly in 2016. They're playing a little hole in the wall here in Fargo, and uh, I wasn't quite 21 yet, but my buddy was a bouncer, so he just let me right on through, and <laughs> I just went in and saw these that's guys, and good. I was like, this is. This is the coolest sound I've ever heard, like in a in a like an electronic like setting. And I was like, I want to follow these guys and I want to kind of see what happens to like their sound design and how they use it and utilize the different, you know, how they're so much different from the it's, you know, because at the time 2016 dubstep was a lot of. Yeah, yeah, like and a lot of metallic like screeches and like to hear the stuff like this was just so refreshing. Yeah, it's like you're doing the robot. You want to do the robot listening to this shit. Yeah, when the jungle came out, we kind of cleaned it up a little bit, but even still, it was just like yeah, all they were doing was the bombs all over the place. I don't know what to do. I've got a good speaker system in my vehicle. I'm going to listen to this on the way to work to, uh, Wednesday. Hey, you going to fuck yourself up. <laughs> yeah. Just don't go off the road, dude. Yeah. I'm going to pipe up with coffee and listen to fucking Ganja White Knight on the way to work. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You know what else I like about them? The fact that they're not scared to go submit tempo. That's what I, that's what I love. It's everybody else is literally trying to stay within this BPM range. And they're like, fuck that. We're going to go all over this map. Y'all are going to follow us on this journey. And it's like, perfect. I love that. They're like, we bought the whole beats meter. We're going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Who says we can't do 62? Why? Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, I noticed that their equipment looks very expensive. I mean, they have these, like, like touch screens where the guy was playing, like, he was tapping from Ganja White Knight's show. He, they were showing, like, footage for them on stage. And he's, like, tapping different parts of the screens, like, lighting up. And, like, he's just, like, it's like an orchestra. And uh, first of all, how the fuck does he know where to tap? But like he knew where to fucking tap, or maybe that that's such a such a f- uh, sophisticated piece of equipment that like you can kind of like get in tune with it and tune it to what you want to do. And it was like it was alive. It was fucking crazy. So it depends yeah. on the software. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I was just yeah. Build on that a little bit here. Like with those with the that equipment that they have, it allows them to make those split second changes in the song. Um, you know, like they can, they can, um, you know, like you can do on like a CDJ, right? You can take your little, mm-hmm. your little clip and repeat it, right? Like they can do that too, but, um, they can also like say, um, the, the guy on the left who, who's tapping on the screen, right? And he's got all the little, it lights up. What he's doing is he's changing pitch and like the, the, um, like the depth of, of the bass, of like how much he wants it to change. And then the guy on the, the keyboard, like he can actually change the actual notes in the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and like yeah. there it's every literally every time you see them you can hear the same song at two different shows but it won't be the same mm-hmm. i saw them uh back to back it was like two days apart and it was for the same album release it wasn't this one it was their previous one the origins but i they played the same songs but it would they were completely different shows yeah cool. they literally removed the the they didn't remove presets but they they the software that they're using literally makes the whole damn track a preset where they mm-hmm. can they can literally bounce anywhere within the track they can literally take any part of the track flip it up and down um revert it come right back again and turn it into a whole other masterpiece within the same music all across the board and that in itself yes that is fucking expensive especially to fix and maintain so yeah they they get their money's worth and they're they're charging like by the thousands in order to do shows but if you do it over here in the state yeah you'll you'll get some folks for sure if you go to belgium they are like fucking god Mm-hmm. You can you will you will be remiss if you see less than a hundred thousand folks at a show going gonzo over their music, or in you know Eastern Europe, or you know in Switzerland, or if they go to Germany, or if they go anywhere else in the world, they are being followed like crazy. So they fun fact about the Ganja White Night Boys: they the first time they ever came to the United States, they played in Minneapolis. They fell in love with the area so much that when they were able to finally afford a place, they bought a house in Minneapolis. So they have like a lake place that they live here during the summers for like all the big festivals. They're the tour around the United States and hit the, the festival circuit. And then they're staying here in, in the States and then they go back during the winter and work on albums and things like that. Man. So, okay. Like kind of, yeah. Well, plus to, to talk about our past episode, it reminds me of that Swedish house mafia that, that we listened to last yep. week, a couple weeks ago, but yeah, it's crazy. That, yeah. Okay. Oh. Literally blowing my fucking mind. <laughs> I, I recommend getting out and seeing live shows. Uh, I'm sure Ganja White Nights on tour, um, hopefully. And uh, Halloween's coming like up that. October 26th and 27th, 2023. There you go. Oh. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So go ahead, Tom. No, go ahead. What were you gonna say? I you was have- gonna move us along, but no, no, no. You go oh. ahead. No, no. I, I was, I was waiting for you to move us along. So. <laughs> Ah, ah. My bad. okay. So, if we got nothing else to talk about, whose homework is it this week? Uh, it's mine. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Tom, so that means you have homework for us. So, hit us with what version of female artist you want us to listen to this week. It actually, I feel bad. It should be a female artist. I'm not doing a female artist. I, I'll, I'll make up for it. I promise. Shame on you, Shame. I know. Uh-huh. I know. Um, okay. So it, don't ask me why I finally decided with this. So I decided now I'm doing, so I've done cassettes or albums that I've actually owned. This was an album that I listened to as a kid. I didn't personally own it, but it was in our record collection. It's one that I've listened to many times. I've also tend to stay away from greatest hits. However, in this particular case, it's a greatest hits, but it's a greatest hits of a band that only had songs from 1971 to 1975, and the greatest hits came out in 1976. <laughs> That's a greatest hits album that came out in the span of like five years or four, right? I'm talking no other than the Eagles. And this is even before their biggest song that they're most known for came out. It's not even on that album. <laughs> So that should give you an idea 
of, of who I'm picking. So, so it's the Eagles' great, the their first greatest hits from 71 to 75. Wow, that's a lot of music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. All right. But, uh, but not on the cool, that's kind of like, that's a mind freak for real. Right. Because you literally said that they were washed up and this is their greatest hit so you can get more money out of them just for them to come back and drop more heat after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the Lifetime Achievement Awards to go away, but you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds oh. like uh, got some homework to do. Yeah. Read it. Okay. All right. So I want to give a special shout out to Tyler. Thank you so much for coming aboard, man. You have been a pleasure. You are a gentleman and a scholar, and you made each and every one of us better. Um, And I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I'm talking for real because, yeah, you definitely livened up the show. And um, for any and everybody else, Tyler, go ahead and give your spiel, and then afterwards we'll close out. Okay. All right. Um, this has been uh, Choice Tracks. You can find this on choicetracks at uh, uh, .com, uh, or you can email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. We have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pan- Sp- Spotify. There we go. And Pandora. Uh, and we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Damon. I was trying to do like a dumb stuff, kind of like weird character. Uh, yeah, no, I'm Damon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm Dietrich. And I've been guest host Tyler. It's been a pleasure and honor to be here, gentlemen. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your evening. Bye-bye. Thanks, man. Cool, cool. We're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those choice tracks. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs>